The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Podcasters, your Dungeons and Dragons tabletop gaming podcast on the network at BICBP-radio.com. I am your Dungeon Master for this great campaign, which by the way, should have a new name coming up soon. Uh, I wanted to discuss it with the players and see because you know what, we were playing on Tuesday nights, we're playing on Saturday nights, we're playing on Sunday nights, who knows what. Uh, The name, the night keeps changing sometimes, but the campaign is going to be the same. So uh, we're going to have a brand new campaign name coming to this because uh, as you guys have been watching, it's been changing up a bit. And I feel like tonight we have the party for what it is going to be. Um, there's been changes almost seems like every every week someone's coming or someone's going and you know what I'm excited to see where we're at now and we have a great campaign so as we left off two sessions ago Howard was walking off to look for the filleted cultist that he had uh, brutally scarred in the bar at the mage's crutch and then at the beginning of last session Remus disappeared into a puff of smoke, leaving just a coin sitting uh, on the ground with the tiefling head face and two horns coming back from it. Uh, This left Azoth, Finks, and Boom Boom making new friends, lighting funeral pyres for the dead, and then finally resting off for the evening. But before we pick up there, we fade back off just a little bit earlier to Howard walking off in search of the cultist. Um, you start walking off Howard and uh, trying to retrace your steps. You start leading your way through kind of the alleyways, looking for the cultist, keeping it uh, where you had come from prior. Uh, you see trying to keep an eye actually make a perception check for me let me see what do you see okay let's see you're making your way for more of this lower town lower poorer district uh more of back i'm assuming towards like the general direction of the mage's crutch yeah uh perception mm-hmm. eight perceptions and eight perfect perfect uh, uh you see you know really much uh, leading around some of the back the back alleys looking around looking sound of like the like uh, you, you saw him. He was hurt. He wasn't doing the best. Seeing maybe like possible hiding spots. Not finding anything. Uh, you see Boom Boom, though, comes actually walking up nearly roughly 20 minutes after you had walked off. Boom Boom? Hey, boom. So I'm walking hey, up boom, to boom. you. What's up? Hello. <laughs> what is What is happening with you? I um I had to walk away and think for a little bit. I I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to process it. But I figured I could try to look for that guy I flayed. Maybe he might have some answers I need. I heard Jorel talk to someone, but I do not know who. But he mentioned 
Lady Luna Shatterspear in Academia District. Boom Boom have no idea what that means because Boom Boom is big idiot. <laughs> Luna Lady Shattersphere, you said? You, you would know also Boom Boom because uh, on your way in with Jarrell, uh, he had pointed out kind of in the general direction of where her house I, was. I point. It's a, he, you see Boom Boom, he points. It's kind of like a straight shot along the back wall of the outside of the like the the busier street kind of like the kind of like think of like almost like the bunch of the back like backyard alleys are just kind of like shooting down and cutting through the main traffic and just kind of like a straight shot down uh to like the different direction different districts it is straight shot if you use people's backyards oh i'm okay with that um where's the rest of the group i do not know oh okay (laughs) well then uh do you want to just tag along with me then for a little bit Yes. Cool. Yes, I do. All right. We'll start beelining it towards Luna Lady Shattersphere. All right. And uh, with that, I need you to make another perception check. All right. Uh, that is a 10. A 10. Uh, with a 10, you see darting out of one of the corners... Um, you see a the halfling, Kelna, come racing out going, what are you doing? And you see her eyes flash and she looks over at Boom Boom. And she looks uh, at you. Uh, who is this? Directing a question at you. Uh, at this, uh, you see turning around which one howard or boom boom Uh, she's asking you howard oh okay uh this is my friend boom boom we're actually headed straight ahead to the academia district if you don't mind we'll just be on our way uh and at that uh would you turn around to look at boom 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 boom's not boom boom you see her cast a uh uh, uh, waving a magic, uh, oh, you recognize a dispel magic cantrip or a spell and casting it at this figure and Boom Boom's visage fades away and you are left with a familiar looking halfling looking at you with a smile. Uh, <sighs> You're stupid. You know that. And you see Jarrell hold up a wand at Kelna and launch a firebolt at her. Can I quick shoot a uh, Eldritch Blast at him since I'm right next to him before he can fire that off? Make a dex check. Okay. Uh... <laughs> nope. Nine. Nine. All right. Unfortunately not. Um, he launches a fireball at... Out of his that, he's going to go. He'll do it at that level. Yeah. We'll do fireball at. Oh, there's no charge. What the hell? I hope we catch this guy and shove his wand up his pee hole. I hate this guy. I know you do. Yeah. Um, he, she is going to take 8d6 fire damage. 
Uh, and these damage dice are being rolled by a Chessex heavy dice, which you are not sponsored. It's forty. You say not or now? Uh, we are not being sponsored. Not oh, boo, not yet. boo, Chessex. Soon, on it. soon, hopefully, soon, hopefully. I have a. Uh, I have emails to make. Emails to make before we. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Haven't you takes... emailed them? <laughs> You're just complaining that they don't sponsor you. For <laughs> weeks. <laughs> we are. We are. We want to be. We haven't sent them. We'll let them know. We're, we're, we'll let them know. Uh, so as I just said, correction on the dice. Uh, she took six uh, d6 damage. It is a thirty-two damage. You see, just blasted her with a fireball. Um, you shoot the Eldritch Blast. Yeah. All right, make an attack roll at him. 22. 22. All right, that hits. Sweet. And 11 points of damage. Okay. And because right. he's like right next to me, right? Yeah. So it's like, okay. Um, then I'll bonus action shillelagh my quarterstaff and get ready to be up in his face so he can't really like shoot fireball at me without hit- hurting himself. Okay. Um, he looks at you and goes, oh. oh, you won't be needing that. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw as he begins to wave his hand in a, in a circle as he's talking to you. Oh, darn. All right, hold on. Wisdom save. Does the other little person get an attack? Not yet. She got blasted away. Um, Oof. Oof. Which by the now so, you see her, she is laying on the ground. Little people, big problems. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, um, natural one plus three. Natural one. Got Four. it. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's, he comes walking over to you as he's t- speaking. I need you to grovel on the ground <laughs> for about. Eight hours. Ah, bitch. And, well, this next part's going to hurt. Not enough, though, to break it. As he walks, as you uh, feel yourself begin compelled to grovel on the ground in command as he dominates Purse into you. He then walks over to your uh, forehead and he just pushes his thumbprint right or his thumb right onto your forehead <laughs> as he whispers a word in your ear i heard you say before carcosa to someone and he is going to cast power word pain on you oh bitch i need you to make a constitution saving throw okay come on don't fail me now <clears throat> Uh, 21. Wow. Rolled a 19 plus two. <laughs> the constitution save was a 21. Oh, snap. Sweet. <gasps> well. I've never even heard of power word pain. Well, seeing as that didn't hurt, um, I'll do something that does a little bit more as you're waiting here. Uh, just so you know, your friend's dead. 
and soon another one will be. As you see, as you see him pull a dagger out, walk over to Kelna and just da- stab a dagger into her stomach. Oh snap! Twist it. And with his back to you, you see him start talking to, uh, just see him talking. Us, um, let me know what happens. And then he walks kind of in front of you and says, till next time. And he walks through a dimension door. I know that's a cut scene, but like, how come we can't do shit like that? Like when the bad guy's on the ground, like we can't just walk over and be like, all right, I, I got him. It's like, roll to attack. It's like, damn it. Why? Like <laughs> <laughs> I just got to knife that halfling. <laughs> uh, and that, and he fades off. I hate him even more now. Damn. All right, I don't so know if you know the pain. rules of power, power word pain you can't break it until you feel you're you, it doesn't cause you any pain it just causes like no actual damage dice so the combination of it doesn't deal any damage but you feel pain where you're dominated to not move until you take damage it'd have been eight hours of just agony he was trying to throw at you what can i make that's some hateful shit that's really hateful shit what? <laughs> <laughs> Can I make like wisdom saving throws? Like, isn't that like every round to break the dominate or no? Um, it is. It's... Let me just double check because it is a he. Jarrell is an asshole. Um, each time the target takes damage, it may make a new wisdom saving throw. You haven't taken any damage. I haven't taken. Okay, that's fine. You will sit there. You will grovel. For him for eight hours. <laughs> eight hours, we'll say. Just he got kill graved, man. Stands just <laughs> ass up. <laughs> for uh, four of those hours, uh, or, or no? So so you go. You start sitting through. Um, about an hour or so in, you hear a voice recognizes Glimpok. That Glimpok is what the Jesus Christ. Oh. Uh, come Kelna, here, hit me. Kelna, Kelna. You hear a slapping noise. He goes, your mother. She's going to fucking. Get me back. I'll be back. And he runs. Oh, slap me. He runs off. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I can't do anything. So. Yeah. You heard I'll occasionally like get off for help in case anybody walking by nearby. Help. Um, somebody hit me. While you're shouting it in pain, um, make a make a persuasion check. Got to be really, really high. Okay. Persuasion. Picturing like little kids throwing acorns at him. Like standing <laughs> on him and shit, just Not being like super dicks. Plus four, bitch. Twenty-four. Help! Help! What are you? You're groveling. Your voice comes across your. Uh, you at this point you do have a. Uh, Glen has come back. Ah, uh, Howard. Uh, uh, so he's kind of like leaning down. Are you okay? No, I'm, I'm, I'm hit, sorry. Man. We had, she was almost dead. 
I'm sorry. I know. He's hit me. Hit me hard. As he just uh, makes an attack roll at you. Four plus... (laughs) Four plus uh, five is a nine. I'm I'm not dodging it. I'm letting him hit. Oh, okay. Yeah. See what I mean? Only the bad guys get to do that cool shit. Like everyone else, even like the good NPCs after all. You know what? All right, here. Sick. Four points of damage as you, wow, get smacked, get punched That's in fine. the face. Oh. And then wisdom saving throw, right? Yes. Fuck me, man. Natural. Is he skipping for anybody else? Or is it yes. Just- He's skipping for me, too. Okay. Danny, man, you're skipping. Framing. Oh crap! Okay, hold on. Let me it's care. the winds. Winds. Actually, we had crazy winds earlier. Uh, one again. Natural one. Uh, you're stuck yeah, there. I'm still graveling. Okay. He goes to kick you this time. Five points of damage. Shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> by the way, uh, Rick, bad. I'm almost positive you have to take two d4 damage. By the way. Me? Yeah, you swore twice. All right, apply it to Boom Boom. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm sorry. Go back to those eleven. Eleven? Uh, no, man. Uh, wait. Is is it? Ha- yeah. I mean, you got to be a tw- uh, wisdom save of twenty-one. Yeah. No. Then I'm. You want him to keep hitting you? Sh- should I keep punching you? Do, do you want to get hurt? Oh, one more time. All right. He uh, kicks you again right in the groin this time, hoping to cause some se- severe pain. And he does. It's going to be a D12 this time. Yeah. One point of damage as he just misses, but boots okay. you in the ass. Okay. Is uh, a nine? A nine? Danny, man, you're fro- you're frozen. You're freezing up hard on us, man. Uh, yeah, nine. All right, nine. Uh, you are stuck. And with that, he's like, I, I, I could go get help if you want. Yes, please go get help. Okay, I'll be back. And he books it off. Um, comes back about thirty minutes later with uh with with, uh, with another uh, archivist. Or, or another, uh, like, I'm uh, say, uh, not an archivist, what are they? The, the sp- uh, spell swords. Um, I can try what I can. And they starts to wave a dispel magic of sorts and see how powerful he gets it. Does not get it. You are stuck. Whoa, you just, you shook your head. You're good now. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> uh, waves. Uh, cast a spell on you. Gets it. It was working when I was kicking him. Should I try it again? <laughs> One more. Boot you in the stomach. Ooh. One point of damage. All right. uh, shit. 18. 18. Unfortunately, no. Sir, I, uh, it looks like we can't do nothing for him. He's may have to settle this one out. You don't have any more... Dispel magics. I we, we keep trying. Uh, try again. 
That's a two. Nope. 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 <laughs> Dude, it's a t- it's, it's way to high. Gravel. Yeah, I meant yeah, to gravel. Yeah, you're at gravel. Right, that's fine. Um, cool. We'll say uh, eight hours go by. They uh, move you, unable to dispel it. They move you to the uh, quarters of the spell swords where uh, you, f- you first kind of met them. Uh, they put you off in one of the corners, kind of like near one of the barrack areas. Uh, they set you laying in a bed, kind of groveling to your, to like either, I don't know how you want to be laid down sideways, like dog, like stiff dog style, or you down forward. I don't know how you're groveling. I don't uh, know. Just sideways. Sideways, <laughs> you're like laying there. And Not on the bed, sideways. you can see uh, Kelna lying, wrapped up, bandaged, and passed out on a bed next to you. Uh, there you do. Uh, you do this for eight hours. Uh, at the end of this, you feel that you have graveled long enough and you feel uh, done with that. I am going to get up. You get up. I'm going to walk over to Kelna. Walk over to her. She's sleeping. Passed out. Passed out. Okay. But she's alive at least. Yes. All she's right. alive. Um, how bad is she, like, on a scale of one to whatever her max hit points are? She's looking within the low tens. Oh, shit, okay. She, she's looking hurt, hurt, hurt. Okay. Um, I will grab one of my healing potions from my bag. Got it. And I guess force it down her throat? <laughs> I don't know a better way to say that. I'm sure she was consenting. So, <laughs> um, always consent. Always get yes. consent. Always. Um, you see her. She was asleep, so you kind of like try to shake her awake, and she's not really waking up. And you try to like start pouring a little bit of liquid and a little bit of liquid. You start like, oh, just a little bit of taste. She kind of wakes up. It's okay. It's okay. Here, drink this. She drinks it and she looks a little bit better, but oh, Howard, you need to be smarter going down alleys. Well, yes, I realize this now. I'm sorry you uh, got into this. She is weak and hurt. Who was that? Uh, he goes by the name of Jarrell, or at least that's how I know him as. Where am I? Uh, honestly, uh, I don't she's know. She's looking around and... Oh, they brought us back. Oh, God. Where's your party? Where um, were you guys? Well, we I was were... just doing rounds and trying to find you. I saw you walk off with a an orc was following you. Yeah, that was supposed to be Boom Boom, but apparently he wasn't. Um, I left everybody over at the monastery. They went to go search for him, and I had to walk and clear my head and figure out another way. Another way to what? Another <sighs> way to... <sighs> Increase my power to defeat him. 
Well, if he's anything like what he did to me, you're going to have to be a whole little hell lot of power, more powerful. Yes. That's why I was hoping by saving you and healing you, I feel like I would at least be a level five. No, you're not. Okay, damn. (laughs) (laughs) For the charisma, I'll give you a point of inspiration, though. Sweet. I'll give you an inspiration for it. Sweet, sweet. Um, Yes, I know. I need to study. I need to find out more about this cult. I have a feeling that he's somehow either a leader or connected high up into it. And if I can only learn it and use it against him, we can bring him down. Well, there's a meeting going on tonight. Some some den. They're doing a they're doing a ritual. Some sacrifice. Where at? I was coming. I I don't know. I just know that they're going to be gathering. I was coming to get you all, hopefully, to be able to do something to stop it. They they can't stay power. They they need to be taken down. They can't stay going on for much longer. The city's already beginning to crack down. I don't know what if you guys have noticed or seen, but the High Council has just shot down all shops. All market has been canceled till further notice. No one's so allowed to you, operate business. They're trying to, to tell control me that, You mean to tell me that they're not letting Oogie Games operate right now at 2406 Military Road? No, they're not. Ugh. They're not. But if they were, you can go there, buy, sell, trade, new and use games, which you should. Check them out, Oogie Games. Oogie Games, they got games. But they're trying to control who has the magic powers and weapons they're trying to take away take away the the authority of us and give it to the imperial guard i don't like that i don't like that at all we need to stop this yeah it sounds like we do you start to see her start to go in and out here you rest fine try to find the rest of the group them stop it and she just kind of falls asleep Um, is there anybody else in the room or wherever I'm at? Nope, just just you and um, Glimpok is outside. You can hear talking with uh, a voice, just kind of giving commands of like, "I need you doubled up, make quarter rolls, roll uh, patrols, <clears throat> make quarter patrols. Don't go alone. Don't trust anyone. Mm. Same partners every time." I'm going to walk out to Glenpock. Uh As you walk out, uh, you see a uh, an elven figure just nods at him, uh, puts, a ho- puts a hood up over his uh, face, uh, walks over to a dwarf that is sitting at the door waiting, gets up off the door, uh, off like the ledge, or not the door, um, the wall kind of like leaning, gets up off of it, looks at him, they go walking off. Howard, you're awake. Good. Yes. He's a favorite uh, 
like it was he black black haired bush black haired uh gnome uh smaller done he- done up and now you see as a heavy armor chain mail done up uh this uh morning star hanging at his side and uh, a shield like almost like a side personal small rounder personal shield to his left side pouch uh side side uh hilt to his left what happened back there Kelna, I heard her voice. Is she awake? Yeah, but she's sleeping back again now. Good. She needs. She needs to rest. Good. She needs to. Yeah. We almost. Uh, she, she almost didn't make it. Yeah. Thank you. Whatever you did to distract or whatever happened. Yeah. Um. About that. What do you know of Jorel? Does he know Jorel? I don't remember exactly. Uh, he doesn't like Jorel. You do okay. remember he he didn't trust Jorel coming into the city making his uh, monthly trips. He, he doesn't like him. He just kind of pops in, okay. speaks with the higher council, council kind of plays uh, politics for himself, and then will leave. Yeah, you were right not to trust Jarrell. We uh, tried to confront him about a certain issue, and he nearly killed me. He almost killed Kelna. Dude. He disguised himself as one of my party members. That I can't forgive. Do you know where he is? Didn't, what way I, did he go? I don't know. He disappeared. Dimension doored out. No, no, believe me. Do you have any proof at all? I mean, the fact that Kelna is almost dead or actually, if you want to go to the monastery, there was a body hidden in one of his giant casks. Good. Before I can investigate it and see exactly what it was, that's when he attacked us. Good. We'll we'll send some troops there when when we have the next batch coming come through. Uh, yes. I I don't want to derive anyone off of their routes, their, their routes. They're we're under strict lockdown right now. Strict. That's good. Uh, speaking of, have you seen my other party members where they might have gone or been? No, they haven't come back. Hmm. Do you All know right. where where they could have been? Where they would have gone? Uh, I'm not really sure. Last I knew, they were at the monastery. Oh, no. Maybe you should check there. Find any clues. Yes. Um, Kelna also mentioned a possible ritual tonight in a den. She mentioned anything to you about that? No, she was on her way back to report, and she didn't come back, which is why I was out in a hurry. I was trying to search, search around for her. We have no extra guards available. She inf- stubbornly went off by herself. Okay. Said she had a gut feeling. Yeah, well. <laughs> Pun not intended. Huh. Hmm. He looks very just shooken. Like, uh... All right, well. I wish you guys good luck. Um, I'm going to head back to the monster to see what I can find. Before I do, you wouldn't happen to have a healing potion or anything of that sort on you, would you? Afraid not. We're fresh out. Imperial Guard came in and swiped everything from all the other magical stores. Put everything on lockdown. Put threats to anyone caught selling. Automatic, just expulsion. Rights revoked. Okay. Well, I thank you for your time. To you, yours. Please. Godspeed, please. Yes, 
All right. And he just kind of like let you be as he just continues to sit in thought, just thinking to himself. All right. And I will make my way from what I can gather back to the monastery. All right. Um, kind of hidden out of view from the main public if I can. All right. Make a uh, stealth check. All right. A nine. Okay. Um, make perception. Perception. Just want to see. Uh, Fourteen. Yeah, I mean, you're pretty stealthily hidden. No one's paying mind to you. No one's looking off in your direction. You're good. Make Ooh. your way um, back to the the temple monastery. Walk, uh, do you just kind of like head right in, or what are you doing? Where are you going from here? Um, I'll, yeah, I'll head in. Okay. Um, you walk in through the front temple of this church, it's quiet. Is anyone snoring? No, okay. Uh, it's quiet. Uh, you walk in through here, looking around, remembering that there was a bed where, uh, was, oh my God, what was this? Flint, uh, Flintlock mm-hmm. had stayed. Uh, walk in, and what you see is a dark elf laying in a bed, wrapped up, exhausted. With Azoth meditating, his back to the wall, staring at you as you open the door. You could slightly see a small, grayed, purplish-looking, goblin-looking figure underneath the bed frame. Here you go. Hey, guys. I'm just going to go sit in like the corner and just kind of, it's middle of the night, right? Yeah. Um, or what time is this it? This has been, so you guys took like a straight up, like you guys did what you did, took a full hundred hours. Uh, this is just finishing up their eight hour rest. So yeah, right around now it's like 930, 10 o'clock at night. Okay. Uh, I'm going to curl up on the side and pass out if I can. Okay. Until they start waking up or moving or whatnot. So you go to pass out. Um, you have not yet to take a full rest. You have not yet. Uh, you guys have all taken full rests. You guys see Howard walk in. So it's uh, Azoth, Howard, Fink, this dark elf character laying on the bed as... I don't know who wakes up or who sees it. Azoth, you probably, you saw this. Yeah. But what do you guys do? I'm going to acknowledge it and then kind of fall back asleep. Um, uh, can I check on uh, Howard and see if, uh, like, do I notice that something's off if he still needs to uh, be healed any or if, what kind of shape he's in? 
Yeah, I look badly burnt. Um, all right, I want to, um, and I'm sure pits like bits of gravel all up in my face and my hands and stuff still. All right, uh, can I cast healing word on him? Of course. All right, uh, let's see, what do I need to roll here? Oh, um, just kind of happens, and then you roll for how much he heals up. 2d4 plus 4. Nice. 2d4. Come on. There we go. We got 10. Sweet. Total of 10. That's with the plus 4. So I'll take it. All right. You heal up a little bit. Did you do this all sitting down? Or did you get up for this? <laughs> no, I just kind of... All right. I'm still in my thing, and I can see that he's in rough shape and smells a little toasty. Got it. Just kind of uh, quietly while he's resting, just blanket him and, you know. Okay. All right. So you guys uh, just going to keep resting? You guys wish to? Yeah, for now. All right. Um, you guys take a full rest okay you guys take another take another rest for the next day um or are you guys gonna wake up i I don't know while we were resting by the way i don't i didn't mention this last time i found that bracelet if you remember Mm. Um, yeah it's in my inventory oh you got that oh oh yeah you know what that was that was class specific you said right Yes, it was a druid. Oh, my mistake. Okay, then yeah, I, I think I gave it to you then. Yep. I got it. Okay. Got it? Never mind then. Okay. Yep. Uh, if you want, that's something you can attune to. You can do. Who, me? Or whoever has it. I don't know. Whoever it. has it. You have it? All right. Yeah. Okay, I'll right. attune to it. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, that's your, I don't know if you were or were not doing that. Uh, oh. Howard, just so you know. Kalna's words, uh, there's the rituals going on, going down tonight. Hmm? Okay. Got it. Yep. Got it. Uh, you guys to go to sleep, you take a full rest. Uh, you wake up the next morning. You all wake up. It's next morning. So. Rough night. Yeah, you could say that. I ran into Jarrell again. What happened? Uh, well, he disguised himself as Boom Boom, which, and I start looking around. Do I see Boom Boom or Remus anywhere? You don't. Well, yeah, where'd they go? Uh, I can take you to Boom Boom, but I don't know where Remus is. Yeah. Go, uh, go, go, uh, Go with Finks. All right. I'll, I'll lead him outside. I'll lead him outside? Yeah. All right. You know where I'm going. Yeah, I know. Uh, Finks leads you out the front of the church, wa- walks around to the back of the church. Um, you w- start walking through. It's a measly, unkept, for the most part. Uh, grass is about like a little like ankle high a little bit, probably coming like up to like the Finks' waist. 
easy leads you through to a clearing. There's a little like, uh, oh, what is it called? A uh, almost like a little modest, uh, mausoleum, like a single single person type mausoleum. Uh, walks right past it as there is a now simmering uh, fire pyre with a skull and an axe sitting in it. Boom Boom has moved on, but this is where he rests. I'm sorry. Did you say Boom Boom is moved on? To where? To the next plane. He went home. I look back at the fire, the skull and the axe. Is the axe like in the fire? Yeah. I mean, like it's like smoldering. Like it's like it's not a fire fire. It's like it's like the smoldering. Like it was in there. Um, and you don't know where Remus went, huh? No. Okay. Well, that makes somewhat sense. Then, um, did Jarrell kill Boom Boom? Do we actually know? We just kind of. Do you guys know what happened? We weren't there exactly. You don't know what killed. Well, you know how he died, but you don't know what caused it. We didn't see it happen. Like, you don't know what happened. If if it was Jarrell, you have no idea how it was. I blame Jarrell either way. I do too, only for the fact that he disguised himself as Boom Boom and came to me. Um, do you remember Kelna? Yes. Okay, well, he almost killed her too. And somehow got the one up on me and made me gravel for eight hours. So we need to find out where he might have gone. Apparently there was a ritual last night. Honestly, I'm too tired for rituals. I didn't feel like dealing with that. I needed a rest. I think we need to find Remus before we do anything. Any clue where he would have gone or what happened to you guys? Did you guys split up or what happened? Uh, Just like Boom Boom, he was gone. He just disappeared. He disappeared. Hmm. Boom Boom's body was left behind, but Remus is 100% gone. Azoth, let me know when you stand up. Um, Okay. Just in general. Just in general. Okay. I guess while they're talking, I'll get up and move over to... uh, the figure on the bed and kind of uh, give him the, uh, from what I know, as far as like, you know, Howard Got is, it. give him the backstory. Got it. So, I'm up. Okay. What's up? All right. That's what Haxie does. He just goes, Got it. Vault. All right. That's on that. Uh, you and Finks. Uh, Finks and How- uh, Howard, you guys are in the back. Anything else with dialogue going through? Uh, I'm just going to kind of give Howard a, a moment. I'll leave him alone with the pyre and head back into the um, where we were sleeping. I will kneel down in front of the pyre. How? 
Was it because I wasn't there? Are you listening? Why is this happening? I need to find out what Carcosa means. I need to find out what this cult is. I'm sorry, Boom Boom, I wasn't there. Hopefully I can uh, save Remus in the meanwhile. Rest on with your new beloved mama, not the one that we killed. I'm sure you'd be telling me about some weird ass story about a duck, but you rest on big brother. I'm going to get up and go back inside the church and meet up with the rest of the group. Um, Thanks. Just as uh, you and Howard are both kind of, you're more so, you're, you're probably right about now reaching the room. As Azoth is standing over the bed talking, you see this smoke start to come out of the pocket in Azoth's coat or in Azoth's cloak. This All right. fire, and I try to put it out. Um, as you go to <laughs> as you go to pat the the fire, <laughs> the smoke is simmering out of. You see the coat pocket go as a purple skin tiefling goes out of the pocket and is thrown in the room. This is where you popped out. Remus. Oh. I'm going to leave a mark. On the floor, or your coat. Uh, what? You your robes. <laughs> Which, by That's... the way, Azoth. This was the pocket that you put the coin in. Yeah, yeah. Um, is is the coin still there? No. Aren't you glad you didn't put it in someone's mouth? <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Timing. Good timing, as always. Where am I? Um, Have I been gone long? What? What's... So, hello? Who's here? Like, I, I see Azoth, and I, do I... What else do I... Who I what? So you're, you're sitting on the, in the room where Friar uh, Flintlock had walked you guys into before you walk downstairs to where uh, the fight with Jarrell took place. We're still at the bar. No, yeah. no. no. In the no. temple, in the church. Yeah. It's a brewery in the church. I. Yeah. You're, you're Oh yeah. Uh, but you're up in the church. Um, you see a bed in front of you with a dark elf laying on the bed. Uh, I'm sitting up now. Oh, you're sitting up. Yeah. The dark elf, uh, I don't know how your uh, how your hair is. I can't remember uh, the actor. I, I wear a hood. Oh, your anyway. hood. Um, you see the dark elf sitting up on the bed. You see Azoth standing next to you, looking at his pocket that just got ripped open from your body, just materializing out of it. I came out of your pocket. And Finks is behind you, 
And you're looking around, you see the shelves and some books and pages, and it's the friar's room. Uh, where's Howard and Boom Boom? All right. First off, who are you? Where did <laughs> I raise? I raise my hand. I go. Who are Howard and Boom Boom? <laughs> All right. Here we go. Remus, where did you bamf off to? I raise my hand just to signify that I am Remus. I. Where did you bamf off to? They told me it was hell. Okay. Pause. <laughs> this is Howard, the guy in yellow. As I come walking through the door. <laughs> was a buddy of ours who... <sighs> is that the guy we burned? Was? Oh. Yeah, that, that was the guy we burned. You burned him? You he died. Burnt Boom Boom? He... Why did you, what, but why did you burn him? Well, he was already dead. There wasn't much left of him. Oh, but... oh. Um, and I said sorry. wonderful things. He seemed like a wonderful guy. All right. So, here's, here's kind of what happened. You bamfed. There was a coin. Boom Boom found the coin. Boom Boom ate the coin. Boom Boom exploded. Guts were everywhere. What? This dude was in a giant vat of wine. I shot a gun a few times. How'd it go? I'm horrible at it. Oh, the, the pattern continues. Did it? Did it make a sound? Oh, it, it's, it's wonderful lightning. Oh, okay. oh, it didn't make a sound? No. It was broken in the explosion. <laughs> oh, that's so, so sad. Okay, so uh, explosion. Guts everywhere. Large vat of wine. Broke open. Uh, Booby-trapped bar with fire and exploding chests. Um, and here we are. Here we are. And then you came out of my pocket. Oh, yeah, yeah. I almost I, threw the friar's life by force-feeding him a coin that made Boom Boom explode, which so happened to be you, apparently. I broke Ooh. some guy's knees. No, he, he's not my friar. I don't, I don't know him. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about your pocket. <laughs> I almost fed you to a friar. I... I didn't make you do that. Is that the guy whose knees I broke? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Did he deserve it? Yeah, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, he was in cahoots with Jarrell, who's behind everything. That guy is a super dick. Oh, the little guy. The little guy. I hate him. Yeah. Yeah. That. That's yeah. why I left. I was. We were. He went and locked himself behind a door. I lifted the the bar that was locking it, and then I apparently turned into a coin. Where'd so, you go? Hell? Hell? And you uh, went to hell? I, it, I, I stopped at the bank, I guess. There's a bank in hell? That's pretty much how they work, from what I've heard. Except it's like souls instead of money. <laughs> <laughs> the wildest thing! Hmm. Oh, yeah, and then, and then while you were gone, apparently uh, Howard and his friends got burnt to a crisp. 
and yeah. he was forced to grovel and Layden did like a dog sideways like this. Oh man, I wish I saw that. No offense, uh, Howard. That sounds horrible. None taken. I'm sorry. Who are you again? Oh, sorry. Haxon. Haxon. My name's Haxon. Well. Hello. You may have heard of me. Appearance wise, who are you looking like? What are you just looking now? Like? So Hax looks like a drow Josh Hartnett. He's wearing like this dark green robe, and like if uh, hold on, I I think I can maybe I can drop this in my. He looks like Anthony there's no chat. Thanks and me put a, together. <laughs> a drow Josh Hartnett. That's amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's got uh. He's wearing armor. I forget what kind. Hold on. It could be leather, I think, maybe. He's in studded leather. Everything matches. It's all, like, blacks and dark greens. And he has, like, a mask that's hanging right around his neck, off to the side. Um, well, Haxon, I most certainly have absolutely not heard of you. But I think we got bigger problems with Jarrell as well, too. I've oh, b- before we dig into Jarrell, anyone that has those weird coins that we found at the house, the one that I apparently turned into and disposed disappeared to from, um, I will take all of those and dispose of them for you. <laughs> Thanks, that's not you. I think I don't know if you want things exploding on you. I have. I'm just going to pull up my shirt and show Finks this lovely little... I have a skin coin purse now. Oh. They're supposed to go in here, I guess. I don't... I just don't... You see... <laughs> Let me make an insight check against uh, Remus here. I think he's lying yeah. to me. Trying to yeah, sh- no, yeah, great. Go for go for an insight check. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 13 plus 5, 18. I mean, he's not lying. As you see him pull up his, his like his. I have a skin. There is like a small like coin purse, like almost like a little like change purse, just stitched and kind of like a part of his like it's hip growth, kind of like growth off of it. Mm. And there's a little, just a little slip big enough for like a coin, or he could like slip a coin into it. I don't know. Still a little suspicious of this. Seems like a bad trade for me. What, what do you want? Something worth... You know, but I don't even know how many of these things I have. <laughs> Something worth these. I got them in a bag. Uh, Something of equal weight. The very least. I... <laughs> Does anyone remember how many... How many do you have? I was going to say, I uh, have some, but I don't remember how many I have either. Did you guys write them down in your notes? I thought uh, I did, apparently. I'm I looking. Take any. I think I just grabbed a handful. Grab a handful. With your size of a handful, I'll say you have um, probably a, a scoop of it, like I don't know, yeah. fifteen coins. You have fifteen coins, Howard. You scoop. I feel like I think, Howard did about the same. Yeah, I thought you had more, but sure, we'll say fifteen for rec. We'll reckon it. We'll say fifteen. You have. Yeah, why not? Sure. Uh, here you go, Remus. All right, and then I I will give you fifteen copper for your fifteen weird coins. Is that Very fair? Well. All right, I'll take it. 
I will slowly start sticking these in my skin pouch. And you see him go. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give Hacks kind of like a little elbow jab. And just be like bad negotiator. The worst. I'm gonna count my money. <laughs> he just slowly just slides these coins into his like this little. And it, you don't feel anything really, Remus. You just. It's almost kind of like a coin purse, guys. Is just so you feel like, ooh, all right. Just feel a little as as a coin goes in, you feel this little pop hits the bottom of the pouch. Just okay. Can you take them back out? I can only fit the coin in. I I really don't want to hurt my skin. <laughs> I don't want to have a saggy coin hole. And I'm gonna take out like a piece of thread. Okay. Like... <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> we can see where this where this goes. We can see how far it goes. Make a dexterity check for tying the thread onto the coin. <laughs> uh, seventeen plus three twenty. It's pretty. What are you? Just thread? Yeah, just thread. Ripped off my my robe. Sure, yeah. Threads t- pretty nicely tied. All right. I'm going to try to put it in his coin po- pocket. Are you taking me? one of the coins from him? or are you oh, just a regular coin. No, I don't have any. <laughs> oh. Uh, as you kind of... Do you let him just do this, Remus? Okay. Uh, as he goes to put his hands towards the little pouch, it just and kind of like seals up. I'm like, no! Not taking you. Oh. Oh. Hmm. It's never done that before. I'll take it back. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I don't, I don't know for sure. It's, I don't think whatever I, I'm supposed to do with these things is good. But I figured I don't want all of you guys to get lumped into it as well. Do we need to get the rest of them from the manor, or they should stay? I mean, are we far? From the manor? Yeah. You're kind of like across the street from it, really. I mean, I I would go back if that's okay. Where are we going? We're we're crossing the street. I just have to get some coins from this dark room. Oh, man, let's go. (laughs) Love it. All right. right. I love that... Accident sold on that like very sketchy just description. Hey, I have to get coins in a really dark room. Come on. Okay. Um Haxon, I mean, you, I'll say you guys easily enough all get up and follow and go for this. Uh is that anyone objecting? Um no, but is there any like food or like supplies in this room or in this church? Um you find a cup you find one and a half loaves of bread. Okay. Um, the half a loaf is ripped, starting to stale over. The full loaf is not the freshest, but edible. That's fine. The pudding won't mind. I want to feed him. Yeah. Uh, there's that. Uh, um, oh, the... P- <laughs> uh, you see... Taking a licking to him. What, what for supplies are you looking for? Uh, mostly just like, food. Just if just food, then that, that's really kind of it. That's all you kind of really see. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll grab the, the loaves of bread and okay. hurry on over. All right, you guys hurry on over to this 
uh, manor. Oh, real quick, before we leave, yeah. I go, does anyone want to check and see if there's anyone else in wine boxes? Because <laughs> that really sucked when I was in there. Who are you in there for? Well, me too. Were you, were you there long? I mean, it felt like a very long time. I mean, how many boxes are left? I'm amazed Hex isn't hungover. I'll go check. <laughs> you guys go to the dark place and get the coins. I'm going to go check some wine. Well, no, you want to check out the dark place, right? You can see I in the really dark. I really want to check out the dark place, but I also want to make sure no one's drowning in these things. Well, let's check them out then real quick before we head over to the dark place. All right, let's go check out the, the boxes of right, barrels. Then we're going to the dark place. Yeah. Then we'll go to the it's dark right there. place. Right. Then we got to figure out how to stop a cult sacrifice, even though... That happened last night. Long story, I'll explain it all to oh, you. Oh, I got a big plan on how to stop the cult. Oh, I got a good one too. I'll infiltrate. <laughs> um, all right, so you uh hacks lead you guys down the stairs into the room that the day pr- previous you all feel too familiar in, where you had first confronted Jarrell in the basement. Um, Howard, you look over at the blast where your Eldritch Blast had first revealed the gnome. In the, in the cask of wine. Uh, some of these are now smashed. I think 15 or so lay unsmashed, varying sizes. Uh, in respect, if you were to put like bodies in them. I'm not saying they are, but just for a representation of like goblin-sized bat- casks to like adult and orc-sized casks. It ranges from goblin to like orc size. Um, right. there's, small, there's more smaller ones. Uh, and, and these are just lining the room that you're in and then have two uh, stacks of casks down the center of this room, up and down. You see the door on the other end where Hedrell had exited through um, laying uh, in the hall as these doors are open is a a single body now rather than two. And uh, as you follow, uh, pass through the body, there is a set of double doors down a hallway and it leads you into a basically this is a distilling room uh think of like when you go to like a brewery like the giant like 100 gallon like tankers type things that you like would have beer sitting in you see six of these um uh, you say them in rows almost kind of like one two in front actually hold on i have my map from the other day (laughs) so this is kind of the room that you walk into you walk into this room and you see uh, the room is, what was it? Crap. I think it was 50 by 250. So 50 feet width, 250 feet this way. Uh, 20 feet by 50 feet here, there is a raised platform kind of ground area. And you see, setting in the middle of it, a staircase going downwards, roughly 15 to 20 feet, and uh, laid out uh, with the remaining. Uh, space in the room are these giant circle vats that are 30 feet tall. Uh, The first four are giant uh, 30 25, 30 foot tall giant casks that are sealed tapped shut full of like almost like beer casks, kegs. Um, The last two at the far end of the room, well there's only one. There was the space was for one to the right and one to the left. Uh, the one on the right is broken and shattered with wine that had 
slushed and poured out of it. And there is another glass one to the left, uh, 30 feet tall, filled almost to the brim with this dark, thick, purplish, slug, sluggish liquid just swishing and settling in it. Um, I want to cast uh, Shape Water and change the opacity of the liquid inside the uh, the vat to clear. It's one of my cantrips, so I can just do that. Does it tell me? Uh, does it tell you what? How much of a, how much of a liquid or how much of a size? Uh, I choose an area of water that I can see within range and that fits within a five foot cube. I can manipulate it in the following ways. So it's thirty feet by okay. five feet. I can change the water's color opacity. It must be changed in the same way throughout, and it lasts for an hour. Okay. Um, do do it do due to it being a cantrip. It's got limitations where you can't just blink and like kind of like snap and have it all just this giant. Okay. Because like, it's thirty foot by five foot. You said. Uh, it says range thirty feet area range five 30. cubed or square. I feel, okay. So it's a, so like so the sh- so what you're affecting is a five foot cube. Right. So I'll say with the cantrip, you can slowly just kind of uh, almost like an X-ray vision, kind of like moving this cleared opacity. You're kind of scanning it through up and down, seeing and uh, clearing it, and just kind of like scanning through all the wine with uh, clear water. Yeah. Uh, make it a. I'll say you guys can all make. I don't know who wants to make an investigation check. I'll either let two of you make it or someone go with advantage. You said there was other tall casts like behind that going along the side? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go to the back right one. Oh, no, no. Tall casks. Uh, they were uh, roughly 25, 30 feet. You have four casks that four like giant tanks and then the two glass tanks, but the one is broken and shattered. Oh, okay. The other tanks are made out of wood? They're, yeah, they're like giant barrels. Okay. Like huge okay. ale casks that are just sitting for a, a minute. I'll go to the back right one and Eldritch Blast near the bottom. So that way, like, when it opens, like, it pours out everything. Uh, Roll for damage. I'll do, it's Ooh. not going to make it a hit. I'm not going to make you roll the hit. Sweet. Uh, I rolled an investigation check. I got 19. 19? Uh, did anyone else want to help you with the investigation, or are you rolling, or is uh, you doing with advantage? I'll do it with advantage. I suppose. Go for advantage. Go for it. <clears throat> uh, that was a ten damage. Ten damage. <laughs> Blast out! There's this thick, rich uh, amber color comes, start pouring out of this uh, fi- uh, two foot. By a two foot square chunk of wood that you blasted, just kind of start, it's almost like you, you, you broke the tap off of it and it's just, just dumping out beer and beer and liquid. And it's starting to turn this pinkish, almost like a, um, almost like a cherry beer type, like, like almost like it's a fruit, a fruity beer mm. pouring out. Got it. Um, All right, man. I mean, it's gonna take it's gonna take some time. It's still clearing out. Uh, you don't hear anybody as far as right now uh, with investigation check of nineteen. Um, you do see one body laying in the in the in the remainder uh, giant decanter or whatever the giant like tub of wine, belly down, 
slunk, drowned in the water or in the wine. All right. Uh, I let uh, who wanted to know Rick, or I'm sorry, who wanted to know Haxon? Yeah, I let Haxon know there's a dead body in there. Ah, damn it. Do you know who it is? I do not. That's a bummer. All right, let's go get those coins. <laughs> I'll say by his uh, by his appearance, he looked more of like the Roby Mage type, possibly the other one that the gear belonged to in the chest. Um, the barrel, by the way, that you had shot, Howard, is now blasted out. Uh, it stopped flowing out. You hear a hit uh, the solid ground within the giant uh, barrel. You hear it, this noise come out from the little hole that the beer was slushing out of. Okay. I will stick my head in and see what I can see. Um, Make investigation check with disadvantage. All right. Because you are looking into a Darkened pitch black barrel. Let's see. Disadvantage. Darn. Ten. Ten. You think you see a figure of a body, but you don't know. Can't really tell anything. Hey, uh, Haxon, I believe it was. I think there's another body in here, but I can't quite tell. All right. I'm going to go look out. You poke your head in and uh, you see a halfling figure laying in there, um, barely clothed with rags to uh, the fingernails on the body. As you're looking at it a little bit more, you have a little bit more better vision in here. Look broken and uh, uh, snapped. The finger look, the fingers and the are, are covered with wood and splintered and the body itself looks bloated. Uh, well, there's bodies in all these things. I was in one. They're trying to drink our magic or something crazy. I'm or at least you. flavor <laughs> their alcohol with us. I don't know. You said flavor their with your magic? Apparently. I mean, that guy looks like a wizard. This guy is wearing robes or rags. Can I, is I'm there like enough that. of the beer that's poured out that I can kind of like just scoop it with my hand just to kind of taste it a little bit? Yeah. Okay. I Make an arcana check. Oh, okay. Because that's what I'm assuming that's what you're going with, right? You're trying to see if you can taste magic? Yeah, sure. I was going to say like if it tastes funny or if Wait, let's see. anything, but yeah. Uh, 17. It tastes a little buzzed. Like, almost like there's a little zing to it. I point to the dead halfling. I'm like, you know that guy's dead, like, still in there, right? <laughs> you just drank <laughs> that guy. <laughs> yeah, but it actually has a little bit of a, um, a zingy f- tone to it. It's actually not bad. I can see why they would throw a halfling in here. It gives it that nice little... Mm. Well, I gotta try <laughs> this now. <laughs> so I'm gonna just go start scooping some up. I mean, you taste this uh, this beer. It's 
got a rich cherry flavor to it, almost like a tart cherry, really sweet, really delicious, actually. Um, but it has this zing to it, like, huh, okay. Can we, can we take some of this with us? And You guys have advantage on the next spell attacks you make. Oh, snap. Hold on a second. Do I have a wine scan? I have a water scan. Eh. I have, uh, I can detect magic. I don't know if that'll do anything. I don't think I have any empty jars. Let me double check. Um, can I look around, I guess, from either where we're at or back to where we came from and see if there's any kind of like empty jars or jugs or anything I can use to fill this up with? Uh, make an investigation check, actually. I was going to say, probably not, but why not? Let's see. Wine, not. Wine, ha <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. Um, nope, four. Four? Mm-hmm. No, there is nothing as far as behind from where you've been. All right. Well, I guess that's a bust. On to the dark room. You guys are uh, Azoth, Remus, Boob, or uh, Hacks. Are you doing anything else in this room? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to start breaking more of these barrels, these big barrels. I'm like, you know, Probably should sample them all at this point. All right. No. Um, I just start I like the way you blasting. Think. <laughs> um, I'll go back into the room with the smaller, the, the first room that we were in that had all those small casks that were lined up. Yeah. Uh, and if possible, just to kind of be efficient, I can use um, shape water and just have all of the liquid inside just basically move around enough that they kind of like burst open. Okay. They're, they're smaller vessels. So I should be able to just kind of force them to like pop out first open. Yeah. And whatever. And I just, just kind of be done with it. Like walk into the room and. Okay. Are you trying to keep one so that you can fill one? Or are you just trying to pop them all just for just out of like reaction? Um, are you being destructive here? Or are you being constructive? Destructive. Destructive. All right, yeah, so you're trying to de- just to see what's inside. All right, um, how many of the barrels are you doing this to? Uh, all of them. You're gonna start one by I, one. You're gonna start I popping. Like, I kind of just want to like walk down and just pop, like, pop, pop, pop. Force of me, like, got it. Them. Yeah. Uh, you see all these barrels start exploding. Uh, in total, there is a. Uh, 17 shattered, uh, kind of broken open, not obliterated, they're like destroyed completely, but 17 kind of cracked open, busted open, uh, casks <clears throat> for, um, uh, of just, of just wine and beer now slushing and mixing between, uh, let's see how many that you see. We have that. Okay. Uh, amongst all of these, you have, 
You see five of them that have bodies in them. You find two more halfling bodies. Uh, a dark elf, another drow body. And an orc and a dwarf. Do I recognize any of them? You? From my time being in Brinespell? You do not. You do not. You must have come in from somewhere else. Uh, there is the last cask that you do pop off um, and bust it open. You see it's a three foot around. It's a smaller one, about the size of like a gnome cask. Uh, about this tall, about two and a half, three feet. Pop the water, blast it off off the top. The lid goes, shoo, pull the water out of it, look into it, completely empty. And this one. Okay. Okay. Um, through the course of you guys blasting and <laughs> uh, busting open barrels, um, three of the other, or I'm sorry, two of the other wooden uh, giant kegs are filled with the same cherry tart. Uh, the fourth one, the last one you guys blast open, it has a more of a dark, dry red wine that you would maybe have like with like a nice steak. Hmm. Okay. Howard will sample. I'm going to sample all of them. Uh, and you well. make constitution save and throws. Okay. How are you sampling it all? Mm-hmm. Sample them. Make that constitution save. All right, you're not drunk. Uh, <laughs> six. Howard, you're feeling tipsy, man. You you are famished. You have been in battle. You have not eaten. You have not done really much. You are now slightly buzzed. It is the morning. It is great. It's four o'clock somewhere. Five o'clock. No, Haxon. This is actually pretty good stuff. I'm really enjoying this. I'm I'm glad I met you this morning because I needed this. Oh, yeah, dude. There'll be more of this to come. I I. I don't even care that there were people in there. I wonder how I, mine tasted. And also, just so you know, all of these barrels do have do have a body in them. Which oh yeah, which barrel did you come from? Is there still wine left in there? <laughs> Let's check it out, buddy. All right, I like the way you think. Where the remnants of mine? <laughs> the remnants of yours. Uh, with the gunshot from. Uh, Azoth, the majority of it had slipped away. I'll say just for taste flavor. Your is there is a little bit of wine sitting in the uh, bottom of the glass jar. This giant, no, thirty foot, thirty foot diameter, huge freaking glass. Uh, uh, Danny, think of it's kind of like if you're like fermenting wine, those giant glass things. This is what this is. Okay. Um, there's a little bit of wine at the bottom of this. At the at the bit the bit where the glass starts to raise up, it didn't get out. Okay. Scoop a little. I, 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 scoop I, I, real quick, and I go. Just an FYI, I was in there for a while, and I definitely peed in there. Oh, that's that's yeah. Okay. All right. I <laughs> I tried to. It's all backwash. <laughs> um, it's a little silky, a bit, kind of like uh, remnants of the underdark. 
are just kind of like fading off like oh all right you came from underground notes notes of uh notes of wolf and drow taste but not too strong not too strong Nah, I, I rate you at like maybe a four percent ABV. Um, not gonna lie, you Haxon don't taste bad at all. No, take it's not that bad. as you will. Take that as you will. I appreciate the hell out of that. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, all right, I guess we should probably go head over to the dark room, huh? All right. I am feeling good. Cool. This way. Hey. <laughs> I'm just gonna start walking. <laughs> Great. Um, you're, you are now drunk for the next hour or two, I will say. Um, all right. So in all of this, you all didn't see Fink slip away. He uh, snuck away yet and slipped over to see the pudding. Uh, Fink's seeing all your friends. Yes. Very interested in tasting their own wine and flavors. Uh, you sneak off and patter away. I keep her to the side in the shadows because you are a goblin run out in public. You know, you kind of keep her off to the side and sneak over to the manor, uh, tiptoe and creep up the, up the front porch steps, looking in the hole, make perception check. All right. Sorry. No, you're good, Perception, 15. 15. <laughs> I hear it's, it's not trying to hide. Um, you see, you hear it go, <laughs> this sniff. If Pudding could sniff, <laughs> it starts sniffing. And you see this, <laughs> as this thing just keeps climbing over itself and just kind of rolling forward and just <laughs> stretching up. And just stretching up and up and up to the top but there's like these two like strands trying to like reach for something and then dropping down not finding able to not being able to find purchase all right i'll uh, i'll toss it it's bread so it's kind of away from me and i'll start you know letting it know what's going on Tell okay. about last night a little stressed out need someone to talk to and I'm kind of going to be like, while it's eating, passively like looking for more of those mushrooms I found under the floorboards. Make an investigation check. All right. Let's see real quick. What is a black pudding's? This black pudding reminds me of Tim Curry's character from Fern Gully. Do you guys remember the bad guy from Fern Gully, the smog or whatever it was? I think his name is like Hex or Hexen or something. It's awfully suspicious. Oh my god! Oh, I do not remember it. No, I, feel <laughs> I remember the movie Fern Gully. Yeah, um, it's been a minute. Uh, Seventeen though on on the roll. You find uh, you find another. You find a couple, two more, two more mushrooms. We'll see. Uh, same mushrooms have this little little funkiness growing to them underneath this porch. Kind of looks like they have a little bit of this black oozy slime off of it, like kind of like the pudding, but. You know, slips off of it. Okay, then yeah, I'll just kind of keep tossing him bread when he's done eating what he has. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what the black pudding's gonna make noise wise, but yeah. I'm gonna tell him I, I uh, about the coin pocket. Yeah. Because that's kind of weird. 
Are you sitting down there or are you just kind of oh, yeah, I'm like kind of like down there. Oh, okay. All right. Keep tossing bread farther away so it doesn't come directly yeah. over you. Okay. All right. So it listens to you tell the story. Yeah. yeah it's just better using my phone right now. Yeah. Okay. He's a good ear, you know? There you go. Okay. Uh, you guys head on over by now. Uh, walk over to the house and think you hear this above you. Turn back. I'm going to use that the Maudergy spell to make my voice really ominous and loud. You guys hear this turn back voice echo from the whole front porch and uh, radiating from the house. This voice calling out to you all. Turn back. Howard's going to stop mid-step. Am I the only one that's hearing this? No, I thought that was like someone else you knew. I, oh. <laughs> is, is it not? Do you not recognize the voice? I don't. Can I make an inside check? Was that like with this advantage because I'm drunk? or? How does oh, yeah, that's with this advantage. Okay. <laughs> make uh, a um, deception check for me. Ooh, okay, with this advantage, it's 14. I roll a... Ooh, I got 16. Oh, nice. I did well. Uh, you- I don't I don't recognize this. I don't know what it is. I'm kind of scared, but I kind of want coins, so... Bring it on. Let's go. All right. Keep walking into the house. You walk right in through the house. All right, stepping over the hole. Mm-hmm. Walk right into the house. Um, Haxon, you follow? Oh, yeah. All right, so as you walk into this house, you're greeted into a uh, old uh, uh, antique mansion. It's seen time. Uh, hasn't been lived in in quite, some, uh, quite a few decades. Uh, as you walk in through these double doors, there is a hallway to your left and right. To your left, just a quick glance, you can see a Dining room with a kitchen far off beyond that. To your right, you see a hallway to a study. In front of you, you see a set of staircase to your right that leads up to the second floor. Uh, Straight ahead of you, you see a hallway that goes straight into a library study of sorts. Um, And to the left, you see another hallway that shoots down to a fireplace uh, hearth that... You can see light crackling from a fire. You're in this house. Um, Howard, where are you going in the house? How directly straightforward? I don't know. And, um, and Azoth. Who, who else? Where is everyone else is following for this? Or I believe I would just be walking towards the dark room. Yeah, okay. I want to. I actually want to try something for the dark room that I didn't think about until just recently. Okay. Um, I'm for it. All right, so you, uh, the four of you guys. I'm going to poke my head out and kind of follow him back in. Okay, five of you guys. Me. It didn't look like a joke. <laughs> uh, five of you guys walk <laughs> in. If you're following Hacks and you go up the stairs, cut, cut around as it goes up, turns, goes up, turns, goes up. You're on this second floor landing overlooking the little library downstairs now. Uh, Howard c- turns left. Goes down the hallway. Uh, second door on the right. He opens it up. And you see a pitch dark room. 
I'm also going to warn Hexen on the way too. Like, watch out for these paintings. They uh, come alive and try to eat you. Oh, get out! Yeah. So, before we go in the room, I want to try, and I don't know if this will work, I tell the guys I want to try this out. Um, I, I disrobe down to my waist. I, I basically just put it down to my waist so I'm topless. Um, so when I when I focus my druidic energy and I'm deep in thought or whatever, my uh, my runic tattoos give off a glow. So I think we're aware that the room does something to magic in itself, but since this technically isn't magic, but it's still emitting light, I want to see if somehow I can uh, tap into this uh, nature's power into the room that's just below us uh, and and try and enlighten the room a little. So magic affects, magic is affected by the room? Yeah, the nothing that is magical, like if you cast a, a spell like light, it just dissipates, it, it's gone. If you try and cast fire, it's snuffed out. Get out of town. I, and I go dancing lights, and I just throw dancing lights in, just to see the... <laughs> you go... They go well, into gotta, darkness. Well, I gotta go in there. This, <laughs> this is incredible. So, uh, can I do that? Yeah. So, real quick, what are you? Where is this? Where is this on your character sheet? It's. Uh, it is on the. It is in the, my description or my notes. I think. Uh, hold on, or maybe it's in extras. Uh, hold on. Nope. Notes. Instead of a prayer book or wheel, when Azoth prays in meditation, his druidic mm. rooms of tattoos get off a faint green glow. Got it. I like that. Um, I'm all tatted up. Yeah. Yeah, I like this. Uh, okay, you start kind of doing your little praying and meditation, getting into the zone and be like, I got this. And you go to walk in. You yep. walk into this room, close your eyes, in concentration, you walk in. And you see this faint kind of uh, light luminescent green glowing come from his body as he walks into this darkness and as he walks in he disappears Azoth open your eyes darkness alright can they hear me? yeah they can hear you okay um, I'm sorry Azoth I know I'm buzzed but I'm not going in there naked with you <laughs> I, I start to get my shirt back on. Um, all right, guys, why don't we come in and start rolling around on the floor and seeing what we can uh, scoop up and watch out for the hole that's down there. I don't know, know, know if someone was going to remember about the hole. <laughs> why don't we just push everything towards the hole? Yeah. Down into the altar. Yeah. Okay. What's the altar for? I thought it was, I thought it went to the kitchen. No, the hole goes to uh, the the green place, the 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 shrine. I could have swore we punched a hole through the kitchen ceiling. We walked walk through the kitchen to get to the room. Walk through the kitchen to get to the shrine. That's why. Okay. Quick question. Yeah. Um, I feel like me and Azoth also uh, like. Sorry. Go ahead. Does it does it like know that these coins are coming? Like, could could it like sense what's in the room? Like, would it be able to give you some sort of like I don't know feeling that, oh, there's more of these things nearby. Who are you asking, Remus? Uh, I'm asking, I guess, Cedar, how this thing works. Well. I guess I'm saying make sure we can get them all. 
if you can sense that they're they're close. Um, what's the uh, what's the call here? You don't you don't know any way to determine this or not. I have no determination, but I figure if we just I one of us can I I can stay in the altar room if you guys want. You can all sweep them down to me, and I'll collect them. That way, they're not hitting the altar or anything. If that's the concern, I'm just gonna go in there and start pushing pushing coins around. Okay. I'm gonna go into like the um I don't know like a supply closet and go find a broom or something. I'm sure there's one laying around. This is a manor after all. Yeah, take a better part of like you no know, ten fifteen minutes trying to yeah. double check doors. I'll be back. Um, no, I'm not gonna make you roll to see if it's a mimic or not. I'm just gonna say yeah, you 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 get it. <laughs> That would be mean. You 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 get hit by a mimic on accident in a supply cause. That's not fun. Um, of course it is. It's, it's no. You guys already had dealt with a mimic from here. Uh, you, you, easy enough. You get a broom. Uh, come bringing it up. Yeah, I'm just gonna start pushing pushing stuff around into the hole. Yeah, and I'm going to go to the other side of the hole. Okay. Uh, make um. Dexterity checks with disadvantage, I'll say, to see if how much you can scoop up and take your time to make sure you got them. You're trying to sweep them. All right. So, so, re- so Remus is Remus is going below it to catch the coins. Yeah. And Finks is going to try and sweep the coins out through the yeah, hole. Yeah, I got an I got an eight with disadvantage. Remus waiting uh, for Finks to be diligently running in. I have. Uh, nine. Okay. Anyone else want to help with these coin searching? Yeah, I'll help. I feel Scooping. like me and Azoth did, like, the majority of it, too, last time we were here. Yep. Yeah. For yourselves, you think you did. For what you, per- what you think. Perception. Okay. I'm going to do the oh same God. thing with my uh, quarterstaff and try to just remember where the hole was and try to use my staff to push... As many coins possible towards it. Okay. This is the hole. I'm yelling from the hole. Awesome. Thank you. So you're all in a room, completely pitch black and like magical darkness. Sweeping. You're you're all sweeping. Some of you are sweeping with just a pure staff Mm -hmm. um, in a pitch dark hole. There's a hole in the bottom of the ground in this room. Um, What's everyone rolling for dexterity? You roll the eight, a nine. Um, six. Beautiful. Hacks, what, what, uh, what are you doing? Are you trying to join in on this endeavor? Are you it trying poked to... my head in, and okay. then I kind of pulled it out to see what it looked like. But when I realized I couldn't see any coins, I'm like, this seems stupid. So I, I, went, I heard altar. I kind of want to go find this altar. Follow me. All right. Got it. Uh, you follow uh, Remus down the stairs through the dining room. Um, with a big table, six chairs, there's a broken, smashed kind of a china cabinet, walks into a kitchen that has pots and pans hanging from the ceiling, counter, uh, nice cabinets and uh, drawers lining the the walls, a little sink area at the window. I go, what's up with this place anyway? Why don't we just live here? Uh, You know, I haven't really thought of that far yet. 
Um, <laughs> I'm like, all right. I mean, I'm not opposed to just taking this place over. <laughs> there uh, were a lot of, there were a few mimics, so we don't know what's really traps. They're not still. Oh. Uh, all right. Um, you, uh, Remus leads you through a doorway from the kitchen to a beaded doorway that has like uh, sets of beads and crystals on strands with laced with flowers push through this petal and you are in a um, a magically enchanted room the ground is soft like grass feels warm but cool it, it has this like you, you want to be barefoot in this room not like a, not like a charm but like a, this is a relaxing type room you see that there are small Red and blue crystals jarting out of the walls and out of the ground, surrounded by little stone rocks. And there is actually uh, trees growing in the room. And there's there's one off to the back, to the right of you. Um, I think there's one off to the front of you. There's an altar setting in the center. Um, on the altar is a what is a stone slab, um, and there are these three scoops of uh, kind of almost like. Uh, half semi semi almost like someone took like an ice cream scooper and scooped like a scoop out of it about this uh, size roughly for about like half of a uh, baseball softball type size like you put like a ball inside of it and I'm pretty sure if not all of them are filled with coins and possibly blood did you guys bleed out put I don't remember if you guys cut yourself over it or not or was it just a coin did Someone cut and put blood over some of the coins that are resting in these in these altar pockets. I'm gonna go Thank touch you. the altar. Touch the altar. Ooh, it's a nice cold stone concrete altar. Are, are the coins still in the pockets? Yeah, I'm just gonna take them out and put them in my pocket. <laughs> I'm gonna look around for rocks pocket. that might fit. These How many pockets? coins were there? Uh, we'll say there was five coins in each. All right. Uh, keep on your character sheet every time you're popping a coin in there. Yeah. Keep track for me. Oh, I got this. You say you um thirty. So you're at thirty five plus another fifteen, which is fifty, 50. total. Yeah. Plus five. From before. So 55. No, 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 no. So it's five plus the 30. So it's 35. Plus you put 15 in, in there just now. Gotcha. Got it? Yep. Got it. I'm going to look around for rocks or crystals that might fit these pockets. Make an investigation check. All right. Uh, eh, 10. Um... You don't see any rocks or anything that would fit it, but upon your investigation and just looking around into it, you do notice that on the inside of these uh, grooves that the rocks would be set, like a rock would set in it, it is kind of carved to resemble the exterior of, like, the moon. Like, you can see kind of craters, almost like a... Hmm. I tell Remus. Yeah. I go, hey, purple bra. Uh. Let's try to find some crystals. Are there any around here? Or? Oh yeah, you t- you look around, you can see crystals jarting from the ground on little like 
off of like little pot, like where some of the rocks are. Some crystals are kind of growing up from the rocks and from the walls. Are there uh, certain like I'll, I guess I'll look at it. Do, does it look like things will match up to the the shapes in there? Nope, not at first glance. You, I don't. Okay. Nothing, nothing's meant to just match up. The crystals are going to be like sharp and jagged and like raw crystals. Maybe you should investigate, Remus, to see if we can find some flying around. I did, but I'm not very good at it. I will try and also see if there's some just lying around. Uh, make an investigation check. Okay. Please hold. Did you download the app? I have the app, but I have to, it says I have to go to the website to use the dice. So the way I've done it is you go to the app, and then when you uh, click on your character sheet. I'm on the app. Okay, no, no, no. So when you click your character. Yeah, I'm on there. Click this. Click the red dots. Yeah, I did that. All right, click view character on website. Yeah. And then you can roll from the website. Yeah, that's what I did. Oh, okay. It just takes a second. Oh, whack. While we're waiting for this dice roll, guys, please head on over to Oogie Games at 2406 Military Road, Niagara Falls, New York, 14304. Uh, you want to head on over there, pick up some new games? They just dropped Baldur's Gate 3 on Steam, uh, PC, Windows, and oh my god, it looks beautiful. Apparently, the character creation is so intensely detailed that I may jump to computer gaming one of these days before it. Um, that or... I don't know. We may need to start this uh, PS5 fund because I heard that they're not going to be able to be putting it on VPS4 or Xbox One. It's going to be next gen. Black. I got a 13. Looking around, uh, you find some crystals and some stones that you know you can break off and kind of place in it, but nothing that fits, that resembles it. Uh, with, with your intelligence and you're looking at it, you're looking for probably some stones that resemble a moon. And there's nothing here that resembles that, really. All right. Can I break them to look like the moon? Uh, what are you breaking them with? How are you breaking them? Oh, you know who I'm calling upon. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Kevin. <laughs> sure, call Kevin. My key knife of justice. I'm going to ask him if he can carve this crystal into a moon for me or help me so just you know, guide, crystal- guide me oh uh, so just you know the crystals are like this in shape where it's like this like little protruding crystal like i like, believe for some reason if Kevin's i just stab him right into like the side of it it'll just crack and work make it uh, Attack roll just to see just the power, the force, and the like, the direction of trying to the just make a roll for me. <laughs> what what am I rolling? Make an attack roll. Let's see how hard Kevin's gonna whack this. With just like a normal dagger? Yes. Twenty-three. Okay. Make a charisma check. Oh, this is where Kevin, don't you dare. Where is it? There you are. Come on, baby. Nine. As you grab this this uh, crystal in your hand, you're like, I got this. I got this. 
Perfectly aimed right into the crystal. And he goes, crystal dust. Just shatters. I, I look at my key and say, well done. And I put it away. And uh, I'm going to go collect whatever coins are starting to fall from the ceiling now. All right. Uh, you guys have pushed his coins. Uh, with, that, with that roll, guys, with a collective roll from you guys all scooping everything, what was uh, what was it? Like a was it nine, seven, and an eight? <laughs> Basically, um, yeah, spent about an hour trying to get all the coins that you feel you could find. You get pushed about 100 coins, come down this hole, dear God. And looking down on the ground now, you see that there is roughly probably 50 coins from before that had fallen on the ground, too. We'll say, um. A scattered mix of copper and silvers. 150 coins? Because um, you said 100 came down and 50 from before. Yep. I will they, stick them all in my body. Got it. <laughs> got it. You got, you got 150 coins in. All right. You guys feel exhausted. Um, you guys, that's much, much of the coins you can get. All clear. I yell up the dark hole of no return. But I'm going to stick right my there. head out of the hole. Do you, do you want me to try and Things catch you? Or... Pops down. Did you get them all? I think so. I don't think there's any more up here. Good then. All right. I'm gonna pop hey, my head oh, he's gone. What? <laughs> oh, there you are. Um... You wouldn't happen to know anything about, like, moon-shaped gemstones, would you? Moons. All right, I jumped down. Uh, make it the next check. I'll try and catch him. With advantage. Uh, in 11th. With advantage? advantage? Oh, with advantage. Hold on. 19 plus 3. 21. Oh, perfect. Math. Perfectly. As you come uh, popping out of the hole, you... Uh, Quarter screw your or quarter kind of flip your tuck and roll a little bit, spin around and uh, remiss with the catch, cheerleader style, just gotcha. Yeah. All right, I'm not, I'm not gonna let him put me down. I'm just gonna get real okay. close and say, "What about moons?" I, I I'm just <laughs> like I'm going to angle him towards the holes in this altar. All right, what do I know? Can I uh, make a, a yeah, make a religion check. Uh, Hex, Hexen pointed these out. 14 minus 1, 13. 13. Uh, these are used in ritual with a uh, practice to, like the, to a moon goddess. Um, moon goddess, what's her name? Wasn't planning for this one on <laughs> command. Um, Saloon. This is to the uh, goddess Saloon. A... Uh, one of the goddesses of the moon. It's a trickery domain. Um, it's an altar to her in devotion. Sometimes uh, practiced by circle of the moon druids. Uh, they may find worship to her as well. Um, some some clerics of saloon are known to have uh, bestowed upon uh, moonstones given directly from her. Uh, as gifts to like to show their devotion, and they resemble uh, 
small like moons in themselves and oh, they I'm... can be used as uh focus points of uh spell casting that's kind okay. of what you're assembling the, these are so I'll, I'll relay that information and say uh you know basically basically what anthony said and just kind of end it with uh, i'm still waiting to receive mine oh okay. i mean right now uh, while they're doing that, since I think Howard and I are still in the room, I know we've been looking for coins, but I don't think other than trying to get that one window that was open, open, that any other actual investigation was done in the room. Um, I want to, I know it's like pitch black dark, but essentially avoid the hole and feel my way around and see if there's anything else worth noting that's in that room that may not be able to be seen, but can be taken out of all right i would uh, like to assist him as well if i can okay make a investigation check i'll either let you each do it or one of you can do it do it with advantage i'll let you do it with advantage Azoth. okay let's go Uh, 13. Or... Um, feeling can around I, the... Go on. Can I, can I do guidance on myself? You can. Yeah. I'll let you, I'll let you go back and guidance yourself. All right, hold on. You you are you are more newer to when to pull off spell casting, so I'm okay with letting you pull, letting you do uh, guidance on yourself here. All right, so that just gets a, I get a D4 added to that then. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. So 13, and then moving forward, you got to usually uh, let me know beforehand. All right, yeah, 14. 14. Um. You feel uh, searching around the room. There was one window. So when you would have walked in the room, there is a window uh, on the wall f- across the room. You feel a window on the on the left of the wall now. So when you walk in the room to the left, and then kind of feeling your way around, you now also feel that there is a door on the wall to the right. All right. Uh, I let Howard know that there's a door. But no handle. You could feel like a door frame. And there's a door there, but there's no, like, no handle. All right. I'll, I'll relay that information and see if uh, he has any thoughts. Okay. Um, he's going to go over to where the door is. Which, like, is there a room adjacent that Howard would know next to where that door is coming from? Yeah, it would be one of the other uh, bedrooms. Okay. If the, if it was there, that's where that would lead to. And I would know, like, roughly the location of, like, the wall that I could probably yeah. be located on the other side? All right. Mm-hmm. So he's going to make his way out and go to that adjacent room and see if he can see a door or anything that would open up yeah. into it. All right. Yeah, using the wall to kind of, like, make your way around the around and around the room to the outside, you pop out. Walk in the other bedroom. It's one of those double bedrooms with a chest and just a simple, you know, kind of disheveled with kid stuff. 
where the door is, there isn't anything on this wall. Knock on the wall. It's all, it's solid. There is no room. Technically, Azoth's within 30 feet, even yeah. though we're in the, like, the opposite room. I'm going to like talk to him in my mind's or in his mind, and let him know. Um, I'm going to start knocking on the wall. Do you hear me knocking? Knock you back if you do. You can faintly hear a knock. It's coming from a, a little distance away. But from a from in front of you, rough house, I have uh, 15 feet away, you hear a knock. So Howard hears a knock back. Uh, you hear this, Azoth. It's like it, it sounds distant. It's not on the opposite end of the wall. So like where like you would be here and he'd be here, and he's kind of like mm-hmm. knock, knock, knock. You want to build a snowman? Right. It's more of like all right. Um, further in between. Yeah. Any way of sliding or pushing or manipulating this door open? Um, make um. Investigation check with disadvantage because you're trying to find a way to push this. Well, what do you feel? What are you looking or feeling for specifically? Uh, just well, if there's no door handle, then mm-hmm. I don't know if the door like it's a pocket door and it slides, or if it like pushes open, or if there's some release mechanism. Um, and it would be a 10. Okay. Uh, you you don't you don't feel any pocket doors any any give at all in the door. Um, you feel a small almost kind of like quickly when you're kind of like feeling over. You do feel while you're touching part of the door a, f- a small like uh, almost like a wa- almost like a stamping almost like uh, there's like a marking on the door. Almost like the, it's raised just slightly. Like just like you brushed your finger across it and you felt something. No. I was going to make his way back to the room as well and uh, go back up to Azoth. Did you hear anything? Uh, did you hear me knocking? You sounded really far away and I think there's something here, but I really can't tell. Like a, a carving or a symbol or something. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to feel my way. I'm also going to shout towards the hole where everybody else is. Hey, guys, I think we uh, found something up here. I don't know if you want to make your way up or not. Sure. Doesn't work. I do. Yeah. So he's going to go over to the raised area. Does he feel like it's writing, like raised writing on the wall or... Uh. There's something raised. It's about the size of like a two. There's something raised, but it's about the size of like kind of like what you would stamp on like an envelope, kind of almost like a raised stamp of source, but it's like a small like symbol. It's not like a perfect square cut, more of like a a logo or design or an embossing or something. You You can't tell what it is. It, you you feel some lines. And it feels maybe like a face is put and like carved on the door, but it's not. It's like almost like it's raised off the door very faintly. Ooh, 
Um, Remus. Yeah, yeah, Remus. Can you get one of those coins out of your pouch for me? Just about the same. Where's thing. the raised part? Up Over here. Top. Follow my voice. Over uh, here. Right here. Too far. Oh, oh. That's, that's not the raised part. Oh. <laughs> with with uh, it, uh, they they show you that you can feel this slight uh marking sigil this little uh some this something is on this door you i would like it. to use my left hand and press it against the sigil you feel a uh a clicking noise okay the door won't budge but you feel like almost like something something has unlocked but there's no handle to it uh, almost as if like no one has an appointment okay um do you know what I'm talking about I do but I don't know Did we all hear the unlocking sound? No. I guess I'm just going to start like pounding on where I think this thing that unlocked is. Okay. Pound all you want. Keep pounding, pounding, pounding. There's no change. I'm going to yell hello. There's no change. Um, Is that the coin? I thought I heard something unlock. I just clearly can't see anything. All right. Remus, can I have a coin? I'll I'll try it. I'm already here. And I pull, can I pull a coin out of my thing? We haven't discussed this because I I talked about how I don't want to have a loose coin hole. Um, You go to pull out and, uh, there is no coin that to, to be pulled out. I don't have a coin to pull out. Do you have, yeah. any, do you have any of the tiefling coins that have not been eaten by your coin purse? No. Um, I'm going to try and put my hand against the raised thing again and like turn it. You're, you hear a locking noise. I turn it the other way? You hear an unlocking noise. The door won't budge, move, slide with. Hold on, I'll be right back. And I go outside to the adjacent room. And like the area where I think the door would have been. Is there anything opened or anything there now? Nope. I run back. Uh, I asked I asked Remus to do whatever he did again while I am sticking my head into the hole and looking in the room downstairs to see if anything is happening down there. Okay. Alright. Uh, you tell me when your head's in the hole. Go. I will make, I guess, what I'm assuming is a locking now? Yep, you hear it. <laughs> no difference. Nothing. 
unlocked. Unlocked. Can I can I discern where the door is? You're in. You're you're looking at the door. You can tell. Oh, I'm looking the door. at the door. Okay. Well, or not looking, but like the, the there's a door in front of you. Yeah. While he's doing that, can Howard like feel along the wall, like alongside, to see if there's like another door that would have opened up within the dark room? Yeah. One of the windows. Um, window. Nothing has been unlocked within this room. That uh, you nothing has been locked. There's been no change to it. Feel like this is one of those super simple puzzles, and we're all like, uh, simple to an extent. We don't have an appointment. Hold on, no, we don't have what does that mean? I think we need an appointment. I don't know. How do we get an appointment? That's what I don't know. I don't know whose door this is. All right, I go back out into the hallway to where the uh, uh, painting is. Uh, where, where is everyone, real quick? Um, I would have followed Remus. Howard's in the dark room, but he's going to make his way to the master bedroom where he stayed and see if he can go through that desk of notes and see if there's any mention about like an appointment or anything regarding to that. Okay. You go there. I'd like to knock on the door and say, I'd like an appointment. I'm here. No change. All right. Well, fuck this guy. Flip off the door and walk away. I want to go to the uh, the the painting that I was familiar with. That uh, when disturbed uh, made a a, a ruckus. Uh, I want to disturb it and see if I can ask to have an appointment with the uh, the owner of the manor. You don't have a response. Um, hacks. You notice, uh, are you in the room or are you walking out of the room? No, I just kind of stepped you, away from the door. As you step off to the door, you feel that there is a kind of almost like a paper, almost like a magic trick. Like when you like kind of snap your fingers and there's like, Ooh, here's a card in your hand. Mm-hmm. Something is in your hand. I look at it. You're in a dark room. You can't see anything. Oh, this, this room is magical darkness. All right. I feel, I feel it. Yeah, you have a you you have a card of your of some sort in your hand. I Almost cast like a, identify on it. Uh there is a card in your hand. Damn it. Yep. All right. Um you can't see what it says in this room. I step out of the room and I read it. You you look uh what language do you know? Common, deep speech, elvish, and undercommon. You don't know what this says. Okay. I cast comprehend languages. <laughs> okay. You see written in infernal. Do you really want to fighting for you? Fighting over you? Yes. <laughs> I go... Yes. Okay. And then I walk back in the room. Where did okay. you go? Towards the door. I had to read this card. What card? It, the one in my hand. You can't see it because it's, it's dark in here. Here, come, come towards my voice. 
Okay. Where did the card come from? It just appeared in my hand. Give me the card. There you go. Take the I card. I put the card against the door. You put the card against the door? Yeah. You hear a creaking noise open in front of you. I'm going to walk forward towards the creek. You walk through the creek towards the creek. Um, there is no door there in front of you. We'll keep walking. You keep walking. As Haxon walks through the door space, you hear a behind you as the door shuts. Haxon, you're in a dark hallway as you start walking. Oh, hell. Um, oh, no. For, we're not there yet. Hold on. Um, you begin oh, no. down a hallway. How far did are I you? Not, I didn't go through with him, did I? I try to cantrip dancing lights. You pop open cantrip uh, dancing lights and the light illuminates and you are in a expired darkened painted hallway with this dull cracked worn faded green paint with portraits of a man with a nice chiseled chin with these barbed horns up him. He's wearing a nice suit tailored with this fine looking silk stitched with a nice M right above his chest pocket. And as you're walking down this hallway, there's a, the same portrait of him every five feet in between our torches. Uh, you walk down this hallway. How, do you stop at any point or you just... I stop when I see the first painting and I take a step back. Okay. And I cast Disguise Self. Cast it? Yes. Uh, what do you know... Uh, who? Where do you know Disguise Self from? It's a bard spell. Um, okay, you cast it. It's yourself. You cast... You look just like him. No, I don't want to look like him. Or, or oh, I'm sorry. Who are you? Who are you looking like then? Disguise self. I kind of, um, I kind of want to look like um, like a. Have you seen King of the Hill? Yeah. I kind of want to look like Buck Strickland, but I want to be in like a cream-colored suit with like some horns, like little horns right here, but also like a like one of those hats that like. You know, like the, you know, like stereotypical like Southern gentleman where they're like, "Mighty hat on there, boys." He wants, look like that. he wants to look like um, like what's, Boss Hog. Like what's his name from Dogma? Uh, um, Jason Lee when he was in Dogma, he played uh Oh yeah, right. Yeah, but older. So like Buck Strickland as Jason Lee from Dogma. Hell yeah! I haven't seen Dogma. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you look like him. Mm-hmm. All right. Now I continue to walk down the hallway. Can you walk down the hall? Uh, you walk down the hall and you're, uh, you're, you, have, you see like double doors in front of you? Closed? Do you open them? Do you walk through? Okay, you walk through them. You walk through. And no, no, you, I knock. Oh, you knock? Oh, oh, as you go to knock, they just, they open oh. up. I uh, walk in like this. <clears throat> I'm like, that's fantastic service you have there, sir. Fine, fine, fine residence you have here. You are in a waiting room of sorts with 
a small coffee table to your left. And uh, four different chairs are sitting there around this table. In this room, it's 25 feet by 25 feet round. To the right of the wall in front of you, there's a hallway that shoots down all the way. And uh, even though it's so long that it probably take you a little bit to get down it, you can see oh, with perfect vision at the end of the hallway, you see a t- red tiefling standing in front of a single barbed devil. Uh, think a teller at a clerk of a bank. Okay. And like the tiefling is the business manager, just kind of standing all aggravated behind it. Uh, just kind of yeah, just kind of yelling and berating it. In the seats to the left of you, sitting around this little table, uh, there is a yellow tiefling with little horns on it mm-hmm. with a uh, tabaxi, which uh, make a perception check. A two. Two. Tabaxi that is tucking its wrists in its hands to the side like this. Just sitting there, and it's got this giant gash down its chest. And um, you hear a voice coming down from the hall saying, Next! You! Next! And you hear this voice shouting down from the tiefling down the hall. Is he yelling at me? Shouting out next. Oh. Well, I go, excuse me, but you gentlemen here before me. Or do you not have an appointment? The tobacco just silently breathes and just kind of leans forward and just kind of starts to go to sleep. The tiefling looking at you just kind of licks her lips, like <sighs> looks down, picks up a magazine, and just kind of starts reading it. I will leave you to your own business. <laughs> I walk down the hallway. All right, you start walking down the hallway. I'm and, fanning uh, myself like I have like one of those little hand fan things. Um, halfway through. Uh, as you're walking down the hallway, there is uh, a couple metal boxes off to your left um, that will look like file cabinets, almost like metal, uh, for, for lack of terms, they're basically ATMs at various heights with these glass screens on them, with these rusted black metal uh, crumpling uh frames holding them together now you're looking around this room just as you're walking down everything in this room looks like it is in disrepair that no effort has gone into the upkeep of this of this vicinity okay and as you start keep walking yourself down you're greeted by a red tiefling with a mace at her side yelling at a bone devil or not bone devil a barb devil in front of her Spikes and all. Idiot! You idiot! You broke it! It's from... <sighs> You're next. And you see her just... And you are... Well, madam, you are the loveliest specimen I've seen in all the nine hells. Allow me to introduce myself. And I take my hat off and I go, Kanye Westeros at your service. And we're going to... Grand city of Westeros. And we're going to pick up there next week. Oh, okay. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us on. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
oh, this is great. I love it. Um, was not expecting us to go here. I- I'm loving uh, how we're going to take down this cult. <laughs> Party went off the rails, guys. This is great. This is what happens when you're a DM. This is how it works. I love it so much. These guys are amazing. This is such a fun campaign, such a fun party. Thank you so much if you've been tuning in, watching us on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, checking us out on the network at BICBP-radio.com. Uh, check us out there listen to some of the other podcasts you can also if you love watching this but guess what you don't have time to sit down and deal with it all you can hear it on a podcast format either through spotify or apple Podcasts or anywhere else you get your podcast through we link it through so you, they, you can have it through there um follow us on all social medias please head over to the teespring links are below pick up a t-shirt support the streams i'm gonna let my players sign us off uh remus where are they gonna get you at Oh God, I'm first. You're first. Uh, I'm Remus. Um, Ricky Coates, you can find me at Rick underscore Coates on Twitter or Instagram. Um, I'm on here playing Remus. Uh, I've been building furniture lately. I was uh, actually last weekend. I got to do a little part in a music video. That's going to be coming out in a couple weeks slash months that has some D in it so once that comes out it'll be exciting um i don't know who's next but yeah let's go on with uh danny go on with howard all right uh danny chavez you can catch me on facebook and instagram ratfink arts r-a-t-p-h-i-n-c arts i like to doodle sometimes so check it out um, you can also find me and Anthony on our little side project underneath podcasters, I guess, mm-hmm. Roll for Wisdom, uh, where we talk D&D as non-professionals, so don't add us. Um, but other than that, you can catch me here as Howard, and uh, on to whoever's next. Uh, Tony. You guys can follow my miniature painting at Phoenix Forged on Instagram, um, and I will be on the Twitter as Finks. I did not tweet today. kind of forgot about it until just now. Um, but I'll, I'll throw one in there. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Sweet. Azoth. Hey, you can follow me on my Instagram at wrnr.design. I make, uh, logos and t-shirts and other fun things. Here's one of my, uh, designs for our local wrestler fans out here in Buffalo. Uh, I also did the networks logo. So if you see that big fancy N, this guy uh azoth you can follow him on twitter at podcasters azoth uh us we recant our uh, adventures in a mildly humorous format so give it a like follow reshare retweet and all that other fun stuff and uh real quick while mark did say he did this amazing logo guys really please head on over check out his work give him the support uh, if you have a company or a business or you want to have a logo of yourself please hit him up reach out to him get something done up uh, real quick, also, I forgot to say, all my Dungeon Master dice rolls that I contested all the players with were not sponsored by, but we would love it to be sponsored by Chessix Dice. Uh, I've been rolling with these heavy set dice, as, as I said, for the past now almost two months. They're pretty. Uh, I love these dice so much. Like, if you guys don't have them, like, compared to rolling like regular dice, they like drop, and then these ones are like, if you hear it. It's, it's like the rolls matter. I felt well, it. Yes, you, you guys felt it. Orange uh, and turquoise. That's what I got. We love some, uh, you know, some fla- some flavored looking ones. Who knows? Uh, and to finish off for tonight's session, uh, boom, uh, not boom, boom, uh, Kanye Westeros now. Uh, Rick LaPrade, please let us know. Sign us off. Oh, um, I don't know. 
just if you play Dungeons and Dragons online, I'm on there like all the time as Takesis or Haxon on the Galanda server. That's that's really it. That's all I got. There you guys go. Well, till then, guys, till next session. Thank you so much and uh, keep rolling. <laughs>